You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. in the morning. Good morning. They could hear you. The music was just really Oh, was the music really loud? loud? Oh, okay. Well, it's Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy. Dick's the other one. <laughs> Are we still getting over the crud, Dick? It's, uh, I've decided for the last 24 hours to not partake of any medications, no NyQuil, no allergy meds. See if Weak. I can uh, tough tough my way through this. You probably it was a bad idea. Wise. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it was a bad idea. I'm, I'm still hacking up along, but we're gonna make it through for the next couple of hours for you. It's Tuesday morning. What was Ruby Tuesday? I'd, I have no idea. You told you me to play it, so I played it. Yeah. Well, I also told you I invented aluminum foil, you and then I believe believed that. you. Yeah. And I was like, why don't you ever bring more aluminum foil? Because you can never have enough aluminum foil. Or you're a hat. Um, yeah, I got lots to talk about, but uh, one thing I'm excited about is. Uh, tonight, Conroe, Christmas on Main Street. That's right. I am so excited about this. I'll be part of it. I'll be handing out some tokens. Uh, I'm going to try and steal a, a top hat from someone so I can look kind of Christmassy. Or I'll go to CVS and buy a Santa hat and, you know, just cheap out on that one. And it's going to be a lot of fun. If you're listening, you, even if you're not listening, uh, come on down. What? <laughs> come on down to it. Come on to Conroe. Uh, the tree lighting ceremony, then at 7 o'clock to about 8.30. It's Christmas on Main Street. Uh, everything is pretty much my favorite color free. Hay rides, carriage rides. Um, yeah, I believe. Fun. Uh, yeah, 6.30, 7.30, tree lighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said that right. Oh, yeah, 6.30 is the tree lighting. Uh, and yeah, then, let's just make sure they know that's where it all starts. It starts with lighting the trees. So, there you go. The end. The end. And uh, well, that's it for that one. But I am excited. Dick, are you going to be there? Are you gonna be yes, I am. Are you? I'm gonna have a good time today. Are you, gonna, are you bringing Holly? Uh, no, she's working. She working? We're bringing we're bringing too much personal stuff into this. Oh, okay. So uh, we won't bring Holly to the Christmas no. tree lighting ceremony. I need to. I need to have independence. Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. I'm just defying. Is her. the studio your man cave? Yeah, is, is that what this totally place is? is. That totally ex- is. That explains the empty beer cans and the widescreen TV. Okay, I was. I, I thought we were just getting cool. Hey, I recycle. <laughs> that's right but uh no i really encourage folks to come check us out completely free event tonight so uh if you're looking for something to do with your family and uh, you need a couple hours to let them tire themselves out perfect way to do it come down to downtown Conroe starting at 6 30 for the christmas tree lighting check that out and also is charlie brown christmas starting this week i think it's it's starting up on let me is double check week? uh seventh I, I think the the weekend of the stage right's putting on a charlie brown christmas for like two weeks or three weeks and it's happening over the Crichton theater next door to the studio so that's gonna be pretty cool and then uh don't forget at not 10 o'clock today we're gonna have a special guest in the studio we're gonna have the Woodland Symphony director. Daryl Bear. He'll be in the studio, too, talking about an upcoming cool event over there in the Woodlands, I believe. So the Woodlands does do some cool stuff. Woodlands, yeah, they have their moments. Yeah, so Charlie Brown Christmas does start this Friday. That's what I figured. I was walking down Main Street, and I saw a sign, and I was like, oh, 
Look at that. And we are talking uh, three weekends. Wow, runs all the way to the 17th. So plenty of opportunities, uh, Friday and Saturday nights and Sunday matinees. Uh, this is, uh, I know some uh, kids who got cast in the show, and it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, to me, it's kind of not Christmas until I see the Charlie Brown Christmas or I hear the Linus and Lucy theme. And another event happening uh, in the local area is Christmas in Historic Montgomery. That's right. Next weekend. Cool. They're doing a special all-day deal, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. over there in downtown Montgomery, Texas. Uh, they're going to have a marketplace. They're going to have a cookie walk. They're going to have... How do you walk a cookie? I don't know. and uh, But it's happening right there in downtown. I mean, there's... So this weekend, or today, you do Conroe. And then I believe uh, on, the, on the 7th, there's another Conroe event happening. It's a, a Kiwanis parade in downtown. So that's happening. That's awesome. We need to get our events kind of in order. There's so much stuff to do here in Montgomery County. It seems so. to be snowballing, pardon the pun, but um, lots Well, it's of holiday time. season. Holiday season, my favorite thing about the holiday season is how we all subconsciously stop working <laughs> for like three weeks or four weeks. I get that all the time mm -hmm. where if you call somebody, there's a good roll of the dice that they're not going to be there. They're not. And I love the automatic emails you get now. That, you know, a lot of people are now using that practice more and more and more and more, especially for the holidays, mm -hmm. because they don't want to seem room like they're not answering you, but they're still not answering you saying, there's no way you can contact me at all unless you call this number. And so I always feel like every time I see those emails, I want to enter that phone number into some type of database that, <laughs> that people can call them. Just be like, this is what you get. This is what you get for auto-replying me. That's right. <laughs> That's mean, Dick. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, do you do that? For the holidays? So what do you, like, do you just shut down? Do you say, hey, don't bother me? Uh, when I worked for the man, you know, when I was in corporate America, uh, you know, typically the office would shut down. Since I, I kind of do my own gig, I uh, try to be on on tap for the clients. And we, so we have some stuff going. In fact, well, uh, like last night, I was getting calls at 730, 8 o'clock at night on, from some clients. Well, what's funny is the radio doesn't stop. The radio and, uh, never stops. It never stops. You can't stop so, the radio. So uh, a lot of people are asking me, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm probably going to be working because somebody's got to be here. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Tina, a long time ago, put together a special program for folks. It was Christmas music all day. Mm -hmm. And I'll see if I can convince her to do that again. Tina, if you're listening, please call and don't <laughs> you know. put my number in like a Mormon database thing. <laughs> so I, we did that actually in uh, in college. I've done, you you know, put someone's number in the Mormon You database. can actually go to the Mormon You can schedule an appointment with the Mormon religion And they'll come at any time of the day I believe that And uh, we scheduled a couple of people at like 2am And the reason being we said they're off They're off uh, oil workers And so their sleep schedule's off So you have to come at 2am That's when they get home <laughs> That's just wrong But oh so right I like that But Tina if you are listening We will be asking about this and uh, some other stuff, too, because I think we got some uh, uh, December shows for the Lone Star Radio Troop. So I think we'll be announcing those pretty soon. That's shows. exciting. That's yeah. very exciting. Because y'all had the Breast uh, Club, and then y'all also have... The Bad Date. The Bad Date that's mm -hmm. currently going on. And I believe uh, they'll be released soon. Awesome. So. Yeah, we'll have a, uh, you know, we'll have a cast signing party. Come meet the cast. We'll sign your, you know, articles of clothing, I guess, or your autograph books. And I think in the previous months may have been a podcast also. If not, they will be soon. So we have uh, 300 Jewels and the Invictus Chronicles. So it's kind of building up a library. These are uh, community-written, community-directed, and community-acted 
uh, radio shows, uh, some live, some pre-recorded, but this is uh, kind of the essence of Lone Star Radio, I think, for me, uh, is having this troupe, is to really reach out to the community and uh, have them be a part of the show so the show can be a part of that. So are you reading any headlines? I see anything have. good? I'm seeing anything a couple really of things. funny? I my favorite headline mm-hmm. that I read in the past couple of days is the US government shuts down Flat Earthers rocket launch. I am so bummed. I wanted this guy just to crash and burn so hard. I mean, I already had the money well, down for the Darwin Award. For I this really guy. encourage folks to look this guy up. His name is Mad Mike Hughes. He's a flat earth conspiracy theorist. And I want you to see the photo of the rocket. <laughs> He it's something out of Buck Rogers, wasn't well, it? Yeah, but you, it literally has the word research flat earth, and it has arrows pointing to research. But uh, with the rocket, it looks pretty legit. The rock, I mean, it's probably not going to fly that far. It looks very heavy. But uh, I wonder why the U.S. government did that. The, Wait, do the, you think well, maybe the, he was onto something? Well, the darn BLM, that Bureau of Land Management, they shut it down. Because the guy probably couldn't let them know where he was going to land. Hence, think land management. So, so how much do you think a rocket would cost you? Me personally? Like if you built a rocket, how much do you think it would cost you? <laughs> if I built it, it cost probably about 14 bucks, but it would never fly. Now, if a professional built it, I could probably say, what, $4 million? This this rocket costs the man a uh, personal cost of $20,000. 20000 Okay, if you could build a rocket he for 20 grand. also bought a mobile home to convert it as a launch pad. What was the gantry? The ramp for the ramp oh, rocket okay. to go. Oh, so it's that kind of rocket. It really is like a Buck no, Rogers. It, it is, the... I'm telling you, you need to look at the photo. It is hilarious. And, uh, but that's just wishful thinking right there, right? I mean, I, I don't know what he's going to do. Uh, he, I just say, hey, just pick a direction and start walking. And when you hit the edge, give us a call. And that would that would be my take on it. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we gotta take a sponsor break. We have Aww, to. I'm already? so sorry. Yeah, unfortunately, we have to. And uh, it is today is a big day for Conroe. So please stick around. We're gonna keep talking about the Conroe downtown Christmas celebration, and then also the tree lighting. You, uh, it's a free event, folks. Six thirty starts at six thirty. Six thirty. Six thirty here in downtown Conroe. And if you want to come and judge all the downtown merchants' windows, you can do that. I think there's going to be caroling. I think there's going to be carriage rides. And actually, I don't think. I know. You know. know. You know, Dick. You're just teasing now. That's right. You're listening to Words of Lone Star here on Conroe's FM 1045, 1061. And, of course, Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com. And, of course, the Lone Star Internet Radio app. We are sponsored by Conroe Coffee. And, of course, clean sweep, office cleaning. Special thanks to those guys. We're going to hear a word from them here in a quick bit. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. 
Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleaningcleaning.com or by calling 832-688. No one knows. She comes and goes. All right, welcome back to Mornings with Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com. And Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Sorry we had to do a fast one on you folks. Uh, we Daryl's in the studio. So yeah, he's we gotta here. get him loaded up. So we had to play a couple songs. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget you can tell us what kind of songs to play during our break. 936-647-3776 is our message line. Leave a message after hearing the beep or just uh, message us on Facebook, MW Lone Star. Or heck, just pop outside the window like they do on the Good and just Morning scream. America show. And just, just scream the song the and we'll get it. We dig that. And, uh, yeah, so we have Daryl in the studio. Daryl, 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 what is going on? Thank you very much. You got to pull that microphone. There you go. We're really familiar with that microphone. We're getting into this uh, this morning. Hey, we've got the Woodland Symphony Handel's Messiah performance coming up. Messiah? Handel's Messiah. What's Handel's Messiah? It is an oratorio. Ready? Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you're doing Hallelujah. one song? Yeah, they're gonna over do it over and over. over. <laughs> it's a giant loop. <laughs> oh, you know about great. looping. <laughs> hey, we have people looking. Hi, let's wave wow. back at the people behind us. Yeah. Woo! Um, so yes, we have a, a lot. It's a it's a, actually a three hour oratorio. Oratorio is, is a, three hour a classical form where we tell a story through song. Oh wow! And um, but we're not doing the entire thing. I like to call it a best of. I like to call it a best of the uh, entire oratorio. It takes a little bit under two hours the way we're doing it. Um, uh, in case doing I, it in cut time? We are going to play it prestissimo. That's presto plus a little bit more. Ooh. Um, but what happens is it's, a, uh, it's, it's broken up into three segments. Uh, the, uh, part one is the birth of Jesus. Part two is the passion. And then part three is the second coming. So we give uh, mostly because we are doing it at Christmas time. We're giving most of the emphasis on part one and the story of the birth of Jesus. But then we go into the second part and do the hallelujah chorus. And then the third part. So I get to play on my trumpet. I get to play the trumpet shell sound at the end. Very close. to Awesome. The That's like the, the Gabriel blowing his horn trumpet thing. Big time. Awesome. Yes. yes. So uh, I've, I've put down the conductor's stick and uh, we have Dr. Robert Hunt coming in. That's an amazing choral and orchestra conductor. And uh, so he will be leading the orchestra and the chorus, and I'll be sitting back blowing my trumpet on Hallelujah Chorus, and the trumpet shall sound, and all those. So, hold on. Hey, 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 hey. Where, where can I go online to find more information? We have uh, links on woodlandsymphony.org. And then also what we're doing this year is we are using eventbrite.com as our number one place to get free tickets. Free? 
free. It's my favorite color. I know it's, it sounds like an oxymoron there because it's like tickets. Don't you pay for tickets? And there's a but, trumpet and it's free? <laughs> and I know, right? <laughs> We're giving it away. Uh, we're giving away four packs of free tickets in celebration of our Darryl, fourth season coming back. My mom back. told me to never give it away. We are we are totally giving giving it as a uh, our gift. It's a Christmas gift. Dick. It really is a cool, exciting idea that you're going to do a loop of the song over and over and over. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, we, so we, this we is happening. Other ones. <laughs> one, or, one or two. But that's the only part that Daryl, uh, that Dick's going to uh, know. He's going to sing along with it. Are you going to get the audience to go? If you know this part, <laughs> so, sing along. So, Daryl, this is what you need to do. You go on stage. I'm like, I'm so glad, folks, you're here to participate. For the longest loop, we're going for the Guinness Book of World Records. I want to introduce Rick over here. He's a professional from Guinness Book of World Records to here. We're shooting for 27 hours of this song. Well, you want to do that? Just do Wagner's Ring Cycle. You got to be a real music nerd to get that one. You know, that could get a lot of people coming in, though, because they might want to witness that and right. pay a History Guinness in the Book making. of Records History in the, in the Woodlands. I, just, I, I can just see that one person going like, wait a second, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> like, uh, what? No, Probably. What's happening? Probably the uh, oboist. Or the person that thinks the only words to the hallelujah chorus are uh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Now, this is happening, <laughs> like, coming up on December the 4th, right? I know. It's, kinda, it's just, boom, it's here. I mean, the holidays are early this year. Thanksgiving fell early. And we are, we're in the Christmas season. Musicians are out there playing the Christmas gigs. Well, not their, their gigs, but their rehearsals. Mm -hmm. The symphony is in, is in intense rehearsals right now. The choirs also. So, uh Boom, it's, you know, it's November, but we're, we are ready for Christmas concerts. Cool. And this is happening at the uh, uh, the, the Woodlands First Baptist Church, right? That is correct. Cool. The what Woodlands time? First Baptist Church. And what time is the downbeat? The that's, that's when it starts, Dick. That's when the music starts. No, okay. Before you answer that question, are you like other musicians where they have a start time, but then they're so rock and rollish, they don't, they start like 30 minutes to an hour afterwards? Well, I'm going to give For away the one of my, Who's the gonna, opening act? I'm going to give away one of my artistic director's secrets. Whatever the concert time is, I tell the musicians an hour and a half before. See, that way they'll show up maybe 30 minutes before. Yeah, so that's so, it, so no matter what instrument you play, this is just musicians in general just show up late everywhere. We can't help it, man. It's and just, and what's really odd too is the closer you live to the venue, <laughs> the later you are. I, I don't know what is, I, there, I actually, it's a time warp. It's, it, I'm convinced because ever since I started dating my girlfriend, I go in a time warp with her wherever we're trying to go. And I was like, I don't get it. I'm sitting here by the door, the time I'm usually ready to leave. And somehow when we get there, we're an hour late. Like, I don't get it. Sounds like true love to me. Yeah. yeah. But what, no, like, you have the same issue too? You we, have time warp issues? We have total time warp issues. I just can't. Yeah. Uh, we, we try and try and try, but no matter how hard... It's like, oh, no, I'm running late. And then you're there a minute before the downbeat. But we always do. Somehow musicians always manage Has to Has anybody walked on while playing to, to make sure they make it, the downbeat? <laughs> Have I? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be kind of like, oh, that's a clever ent entrance. Uh. You know, there's a lot of musicians. I, I actually cannot say if I've actually seen one, but you know how musicians will get together and talk after gigs. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard stories. There's a whole other world. Oh, yeah. That's very fascinating. And, yeah. and I want to know, Sean, Skippy over here keeps saying we. We. What instrument do you play? I play the bass, my young friend. Okay, so you are a bona fide artist. I have my moments, yeah. My confession on, like, walking on in the middle of a, a concert, uh, many, many years ago, they were doing um, Little Shop of Horrors next door at the Crichton. 
and I was in the band for and playing bass. And the orchestra pit was actually under the stage. You had to like, there's a little curtain in front of the stage you had to go through. Well, I got caught by a train or or something. There was huge traffic, and so I was running late. So they had to start without me. So we had to wait for like the show to start and to go to a blackout for me to have my amp in one hand, my bass in the other, and kind of commandoing down the aisle, somersaulting through the little curtain to get into the uh, um, band pit, and no one knew. The, the orchestra didn't know because there was no way to get in touch with them directly. So I was like 20 minutes late into that one. That was, that was and my speaking of which, do you hear it outside? Yeah, I'm not it's sure that if it's same being darn train up. is it's what it is. It's that train. It's that famous train that runs behind the Crichton Theater right during a performance. Well, no, I got a question. Speaking of trains, Daryl, you said you're a part of the uh, Texas Renaissance Festival. Uh, right? Yes, and that, re- and that relates to trains. Well, weren't they having train issues? Uh, electricity issues. There like, was. There was one day. They, they lost power for a day. Well, there was a day where there was like t- eight trains or ten trains or something like that went it through the area. It was on the same day. It was on the same day. I'm not sure if... It had a perfect power... storm. Yeah, it really did. Um, oh, okay. That I... explains... The, uh, uh, one of the runners of the Renaissance Festival actually put out an email about trains. And oh, I, my okay, gosh. I get that now. Yeah. You know what? It was still... It was really nice... Uh, because it is a Renaissance festival, and we should be able to survive for a few hours without electricity. Divine and, irony, Renaissance yeah, well, festival. Everyone already smells, right? right? So what are you really worried and, about? Um, yeah, I, I mean, people had to use cash, go figure, instead of their debit cards or their what? However, did they, they not swipe, barter? Did they swipe use, their? Do they use doubloons? No. Oh my gosh, I hadn't even thought of that. But you know, it didn't. We're the Texas brass out there, and uh, we play on a gazebo. And it didn't affect our performance one bit. Didn't even realize for a little while. And I went, there's an awful long line for that ATM machine. And uh, they did have the ATMs on a generator. And um, <laughs> Smart people. But uh, no, I mean, on our end, everything was fine. And um, So I the mean, Texas the Texas Brass, let people know what that is. Oh, Texas Brass Ensemble. Um, that's my group. It's a small chamber group, five piece, sometimes six when we had a drummer. And uh, we have a CD out called Sounds of the South. We have our Renaissance CD, Music from Beyond. And uh, we're working on our next CD called Chop House, some of our hardest selections that we've ever played. That's cool. Get it, Chops, Chop House, Texas. This hardcore stuff? It is really, like, you know, La like, Cucaracha? Like the planets, like Mars. Which, of course, is... Hey, that was a good duet. Thank you. That's cute. Oh, great. Join the music. I'll do the toot noise. Dick will be on the triangle. Oh, no, not the triangle solo from that insurance commercial. No, I thought it was the cowbell. More cowbell, yeah. yeah. We'll bring yeah. more cowbell. Now, cowbell's it. been replaced now. That that insurance company that we don't want to name on the radio, um, you know. Yeah, we, we don't get free plugs. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. You exactly. guys want us to talk yeah. about you and your duck. You you buy a sponsorship yeah. with yeah. us. I still don't know what insurance company we're still talking about, but you said the duck, so I think I have an idea. Actually, no, I got that's it wrong. Not, that's not the lizard one. No, that's uh, the lizard one. Okay. Yeah. yeah There's so many animal ones. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, we had, an we had people jumping up on stage with us that wanted to do triangle solos this year. So, um, yeah, <laughs> the power of commercials. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But Texas Brass is a blast. I've got great musicians. My, my tuba player uh, just won a spot in the Austin Symphony, but uh, he decided to stay here and commute from Houston so he could still play with Texas Brass. So, uh, so I've got a great, I've got a great group of guys. Uh, my other trumpet player uh, graduated from Juilliard. 
uh, right. Wow. Yeah. Is that a big just, deal? It's a big deal. Well, I mean, like that's like I, MIT well, for musicians. I, I feel like that's a big deal to musicians. But like to a person like me, why would that be a big deal? Like I just so he's better at the instrument than the other guy who didn't go to Juilliard. Yeah, well, I'll put it in context. Do you want a doctor who graduated from Johns Hopkins, or do you want a doctor who graduated from the Pasadena Polytechnic School of of dentistry doctors and Okay, so that he's just better at the instrument. Yeah, and the faculty at Juilliard. So Juilliard will hire the best uh, musicians to be their faculty. Okay, that makes. So right. I was just always curious yeah. about that. Yeah. It's a it's a darn big deal. I, this is some fun stuff going on. We got lots to talk about. We've we got so much to talk about still. Wow. You mentioned really quick uh, one of your one of your uh, guys got got stolen away by the Austin Symphony. Yes. So they're like I know because there's also the Conroe is, Symphony. Is, this, you're the Woodland Symphony. Is there like a West Side Story kind of thing? I was about to say, it? is it Sharks versus Jets here? Do you guys get along? We get along. You get along. Great. Get along We're great. best friends. Well, there's I like, want a SmackDown. Well, no, on. there is there's totally an underground trading thing going on. It's like you know John over there on the tuba. <laughs> He's worth at least two clarinets on your side. We got a gig so coming up. We need an extra. If we trade. Where's, where's the trading deadline for the symphonies? That's what I'm thinking. Do you, I think we should put like a smackdown going on with, Yo. you know, the Woodland Symphony facing off against someone else like the Conroe Symphony and just, just make a total musical out of that. I'm, I'm getting a vision of us with swords and, and shields. But I like the way like you think, Daryl Instruments, Bear. Yeah, but instruments instead and then just like this cluster we all Remember charge at each other. Stereotypical X-Men comic book cover where they're like, you know, racing towards each other. Yeah, we need that. The Battle of the Battle of the Symphonies. Let's do this. Let's make this happen. DC versus Marvel. Yeah, are you yeah, Conroe versus Marvel, Willis. right? Always. Okay. Oh yeah. We'll let oh, we'll yeah. let them be DC. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know who would win that. That's a good fight. Oh, Mar Mar I'm talking Marvel. about I'm talking about the Woodlands versus Conroe. I don't know who'd win symphony wise. Daryl seems like he could handle a couple couple folks. Uh, I we, think he could take it. Yeah. Oh, plus yeah. He, plus, oh, he's been out of the, the Renaissance Festival. Thrown. Look at this. Uh, the the <laughs> gears are turning. See the grin? Uh, let's uh, talk about, when we come back from break, <laughs> let's talk about the Bard Fest because I might be able to sucker a couple of symphonies into letting this happen. A couple? That, that could be the place for us to collide. I'm thinking that's yeah, we Yeah, let's call it Collide, Conroe and Woodlands together. The Big Bang. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, Morin's Lone Star. We're going to take a quick sponsored break. I promise, no music this time. Uh, if you still want to hear a couple songs that you want us to play, 936-647-3776. Don't forget, the Conroe Christmas celebration is today. We're going to be posting something on our Facebook, NW Lone Star, or Mornings and Lone Star, about more information on that. So stick around. we got great stuff coming your way, and more Daryl from the Woodland Symphony. So uh, we'll be uh, right back. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. 
offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. To a life where nothing's gained. We are back. Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. We can neither confirm nor deny that we are elves on a shelf. We're just going to let that one stay. Elf on on a shelf. No idea what that means. It's it's this little little creepy doll thing that you you put everywhere and take pictures of it. I think that's just you. Well, yeah, but I am the living elf on the shelf. But Honestly, welcome you just back. Let me confirm it. Welcome back. Sponsored by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We are enjoying some yummy Conroe coffee this morning. In fact, Daryl's going to hold up if you change the uh, camera angle. Daryl's going to take a sip of his oh-so-warm Conroe coffee, being sure to hold out the label. If you notice in, like, every soda commercial, they always manage to magically grab the bottle. So you see the full you know, logo. It's, you know, okay, uh, when I was younger and I started realizing product placement and things like that, I started looking at my can, and they don't print them equally every time. Uh-huh. So I was like, how do they always magically do that? Because every time I try, it doesn't have the logo. It's always like off-center. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, you kind of claw your and hand And I was like, over. they must make specific bottles for these TV shows because I can never find the right bottle when I'm drinking it. And uh, No, that means that somewhere. I, I think so. Somewhere in America. Am I right? Now, somewhere in America, there's a paid position for some guy or gal to just go through thousands of cans and test them one by one. You know. Then well, can you imagine them. having that uh, that art director slash what are the what's the on set uh, products person? What do they call them? A product person, or or a props master, props master, uh-huh. master. Really? Is calling. there like a, a props journeyman? Is no, there... that would be the gaffer or the grip or possibly the best boy. Yes. Best boy, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. The best is boy. there a best girl? Not yet, but you know, given the Nineteenth Amendment, they'll be screaming at the best girl sooner or later. Best so, person, best you, person. But <laughs> imagine being a props master and having that phone call. Like you can call somebody, like, "Hey, I'm looking for the uh, right side Dr Pepper can. Can you please deliver it to this address? Thank you." And this person will say, "What size? How many? Yeah, how many? Right? Yeah, because you have to more than one." So the strange voice you heard talking with us was Daryl Bear. He's still with us, artistic director for the he Woodland Symphony. He won't leave. go away. So those musicians, leave. All right, they have so coffee, and they, won't, da- they don't Darryl, leave. Daryl, do me a favor. Do me a quick favor. Tell people what's happening on the 4th. December 4th is Handel's Messiah at First Baptist Church, the Woodlands, in Grogan's Mill. It is a free concert. You can go to eventbrite.com, and you can pick up your four free tickets. Uh, great uh, family outing that night as we present... Uh, with orchestra and choir, Handel's Messiah. And you may not know the name, but you know the song, uh, Daryl, one, two, three. Hallelujah. 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 So that's, you know, you'll get a lot more than that, but that's just I a sneak I feel like we preview. should uh, remind me again. What is it? Three, four. Bum, bum. Never mind. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Daryl left him hanging. I got thrown under the bus, the symphony bus. Hey, speaking of which, that's I, because I he didn't. That, that's because he didn't see you as an equal. Oh, I'm not. He, he's a trumpet player. I was about to go into the trumpet show sound. <laughs> 
<laughs> and go into the other one. Yeah, Daryl's from. I'm a lowly bass player. I mean, you know, God invented the bongo drum, so bass players can make fun of somebody. And that's that's how low down the totem pole. Wouldn't we that are. be like the triangle though? Like yeah, how, pretty, how essential is the triangle to a symphony? Oh, it's it can get there when you're doing um like the magic flute, but for Mozart, you yeah. have a triangle for that. You uh, gotta have that them. one time. Yeah, hey, it's there. Can I tell you a quick little conservatory story? We were talking earlier about Juilliard School of Music. Okay. And I have to say that when I was at Boston University studying, we could see into the percussion practice room. And um, I always thought it was just so interesting, I'll just say it that way. Have you drugs? Interesting to watch a percussionist practicing the triangle. And I know that some people that can see this on the on this TV stream, on the radio, you just have to imagine a person with the most serious, intense look wait, on wait, their face wait. as they held the triangle right at eye level and the triangle beater. And they would hit the triangle, ding, and then they'd shake their head. No, wasn't good enough. Ding. Hmm, that was better. Ding. And sometimes it would go on for an hour just practicing to get that perfect ting on the triangle. I wouldn't feel comfortable talking to that person the, like the, the like literally the time after he gets out of that room because you know his mind is a little rewired for a little bit for yeah, like focusing yeah. on the, the triangle. I'd be the jerk wad that would stand next to him and as he's counting in his head the number of measures, you know, 142. 143. I go 16, 12, 34, yeah, you know, to mess him up or something. So right. he hits the wrong that I would be that too. jerk. Well, be, the real jerk thing is to change the triangle. Well, <laughs> like dampen it? Or do something with it. Change the weight. Change the weight of it. Give like, him a, this rubber, a rubber beater. This isn't the same. <laughs> I mean, is, okay, let me ask you something about triangles. So in the symphony, is there literally a triangle person or is it, hey, my major my major instrument is this instrument, and then I carry a triangle with me. There is normally a principal timpani player and then a principal snare, but then there's a person that does the auxiliary, the accessories, and those would be the, the people that count 137 measures and then hit the gong or hit the triangle. So there's one guy who does the, the 137 measures. Yeah. And depending, is, there, is that usually yeah. featured I guess in, in lay terms, music? we could call that person the sound effects. Person. And they're like, the he folder, does, he's the he does different things. Yeah, usually. so he'll run over here. Uh, uh, he's like uh, uh, the, the the sound effects guy who will run over here and, and throw the knife in the watermelon for the stabbing sound. They'll run over there to hit the triangle or the or whatever. And, uh, mm -hmm. That sounds like the his okay. Now with that, it was so it's, he's called the what now? Auxiliary percussion. So auxiliary percussion. Could I go to Juilliard and apply to be? at the school as one of those. You know, you'd probably get a free ride there. There probably has to be scholarships because no one will actually sign up for that. So the money's just there waiting for someone. But could you though? You would audition for a symphony orchestra for that position. You would audition like if they would have an opening. That's crazy. A, yes, you would So do audition. you guys have an opening? Do we have an opening? You know, our percussionist, I'm going to say. Dick can hit a, hit a mallet. And I'd probably be the life of the whole thing, you know, just look we at this. Have, <laughs> we have a percussionist. His name is Stephen Hambright. And Stephen can do timpani and snare drum and triangle and hit the gong i don't know he's he's, At like, the same he's like time. he's like an octopus i he has he, he holds like mallets in his teeth and then he hits it with the side of his head it's, it's the most amazing i've never seen a person that can play so he's probably better than that dude at juilliard he yes yeah i think he went to lone star college 
I'm not sure. <laughs> hey, well, I'm just saying that one guy focused on a triangle, but he's better than him. Right. I got to say, yeah. I actually interviewed some students at Lone Star College. Um, I think they're part of uh, your ways, uh, the Woodlands Area Youth Symphony. Want to talk about that for a while. These guys, like, totally rocked the joint. I mean, they were really good. Absolutely. Well, yeah, they Absolutely. play an instrument. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, the Lone Star College Montgomery campus and lots of other campuses, too, they have beefed up their music department. Uh, the choir at Lone Star Montgomery, amazing. Uh, their concert band is over 30 people. And what we've done is we've combined the string students from Lone Star College with the youth orchestra that's part of the Woodland Symphony. We call it Ways, Woodland's Area Youth Symphony. And we have a wonderful 30-piece youth orchestra uh, ranging in ages from uh, 12 years old to 22 years old. So from seventh grade to uh, college age. And you can be part of that. It's a uh, great facility. Uh, really nice percussion equipment. Their triangle's really nice, I've got to say. And uh, their timpani. I'm surprised there's not like a parody of that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. Bring, bring out the piccolo. Okay, here we go. I wish oh, that's I had not, said triangle That's again. not a Johnston and Stein, is it? Because that is probably the best triangle you could get. Yeah. On the Southern Hemisphere. He's going to have the one guy bring out the Stradivarius. But, uh, I uh, crafted mine from straight from metal rock <laughs> over in Australia. I carved mine from the one tree. If you paid under $100 for the triangle, you're not a triangle player. Oh, this is hardcore Is stuff. this real? Is that real? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think the last triangle that I bought for the symphony was 100, 125, and that was in the medium range. Yeah, I'm in this the wrong. Hard, I'm know. in the wrong market. Can you, next time you're here, can you please bring the triangle? I, oh, we, I would love. We to. want to play the triangle. Uh, one. triangle. He wants to play the triangle. Uh, Daryl, uh, you said that you know Lone Star. You know the you got a really kick butt uh, music department. What turned that around? Uh, it seems to be that like when you know schools hit funding issues, like music's the first to go. Music, drama, the arts. They say, but there's is there a resurgence going on that I'm not noting? Uh, is, was there a pivot point mm -hmm. or I, I'm not exactly sure. That's a great question. And um, I can look in, I can look into that, but um, right now, I mean, there is, uh, I think it's just the, the love for the arts and the importance of the arts to be, uh, to be whole that just focusing on academics all the time is not going to bring you to the greatness You've, you've got to have that balance in your life. And I guess in the academia world, they have they have come to that conclusion. And uh, so they're they're raising up the arts in, in uh, you know, in all the colleges. That's awesome. Yeah, That's good it really, to hear. Really it's nice yeah. to see that going on uh, as a musician and just as a, you know, human. I, mm -hmm. I love seeing the arts. We've been talking with uh, Daryl Bear, artistic director for the Woodlands Symphony Orchestra on December 4th, playing Messiah by Handel. I think uh, Handel's first name is Bob. Bob Handel's Messiah. And um, which is the hallelujah thing. And uh, free tickets at eventbrite.com or go to woodlandssymphony.org. I'm loving the heck out of talking to Daryl. Daryl's good seeing you. Good to see you. Let's do some more Sean disco Thompson. symphony stuff uh, soon enough. Right. Uh, Sean and I did the uh, Romeo and Juliet Goes Disco. That was part of the Arts in the Park uh, in September. And, uh, and we're going to do it again. Well, there's a big history. It sounds like, because I'm the odd man out in this conversation. Oh, this we're, we're going to bring you in. We're bringing you in. That's right. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio here at IRLoneStar.com. And, of course, Conrad's FM 104.5, 106.1. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We're going to take a quick music break. 
We still have one more music break. That's right. It's at 1030, so you can submit your song requests, 936-647-3776, or MW Lone Star on Facebook. We are sponsored by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We'll be right back after a couple tunes. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Did you know the Rolling Stones had the number one song the day I was born? July 10th, 1965. Top of the chart was I Can't Get No Satisfaction. I just thought I'd share that useless bit of trivia. There's no time. Dick, what was Is that what they interpreted on the fossils? <laughs> yeah, they found all the cuneiform tablets uh, chiseled in. No, I, uh, in my in my garage, I've got the actually original Ten Commandments. You know, because the first ones he brought down, they they broke, and he had to go back up for the the second revision. But we still got Daryl Bear in the studio with us. Daryl Bear is the artistic director for the Woodland Symphony Orchestra. He crossed the battle lines in a Conroe and uh, gauntlets are being thrown down left and right here. Uh, Daryl just kind of ruined a little childhood thing for me. I've just learned that there's absolutely no difference between a symphony and a philharmonic orchestra. I always thought there was something different, but Daryl, confirm this for me. Nothing? Not really. Not no, a thing. It's just huh? they, yeah, it's just a different name. I guess it depends on how it rolls off the tongue. The Woodland Symphony sounds nice. Woodlands Still harmonic. Kind of a right. mouthful. It also yeah. makes me think you all play like bluegrass with harmonicas and stuff. We do have, I mean, our actual title is Woodland Symphony Orchestra, and our acronym is, you know, WSO. But, yeah, there's really no difference. There are symph- Or WSO. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, there are symphonietas. They're smaller. They're larger than a chamber group. Chamber groups usually around, you know, five-piece, a string quartet or a brass quintet. But there are small symphonies called symphonietas. Now, yeah. speaking of like brass quintets, uh, beyond the symphony and beyond the youth symphony ways, you also are in charge of something called Texas Brass. That is the Texas Brass Ensemble. Because, again, we can change sizes. We can be a quartet or a quintet. Or we add our drummer, and then we're a six-piece sextet. You can go all the way up to septet. Yeah, we'd have to bring, it, it, we'd have to bring Skippy in on bass to do that, though. 
there we go, a yeah. brass bass. There we go. So has either the symphony or uh, Texas Brass Ensemble, uh, you know, uh, Prince Harry is getting married in May um, to, to an American actress. So I think it's opening up like the Anglo-American relations. Have you guys gotten the call to maybe play this uh, wedding? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Keep I'll, your calendar clear because you don't want to double book. I'll that would tell be my people to talk to their people, and we'll, we'll cool. get that contract going. Keep, keep, that, yeah, keep not, that in mind. Not yet, though. But, uh, yeah, good news. So when um, you guys were listening to other music, I was wearing down Daryl's defenses. And coming up in March, uh, we're going to have Conroe Bardfest, uh, formerly known as the Conroe, Downtown Conroe Shakespeare Festival, and lots of stuff going on. But uh, what the Woodland Symphony and Upstage Theater did uh, a month or two ago is a Romeo and Juliet meets disco. And it actually was pretty successful for Woodlands Arts in the Park. Uh, very successful. People watched. They were very happy with it. So we're going to reprise it in March. And I think I've suckered Daryl into bringing the Texas Brass Ensemble to maybe come and, and reprise their music roles uh, with this Romeo and Juliet. So mark your calendars for late March as I work on Daryl and uh, see what we come up with and on that. We didn't get to do Skippy's favorite song back in September, which is Feel So Good by Chuck Mangione. That is like, uh, there are two songs in my universe that no matter what mood I'm in, if I put them on, it just makes the world all right. One of them is Paco Bell's Canon in D. Uh, and the other is Feel So Good by Chuck Mangione. Just something about those two songs. like The world just gets better. I should have brought my trumpet into the studio. Oh, you, you would have me like sobbing. I'm telling uh, you, I love that song. Next next time I'll bring my horn in and I'll serenade you with some feel so good. Okay, that's our that's our bumper music deck for, for tomorrow. And we, we can also do the Paco Bell Cannon a little on the spicy side. With like uh, uh, Paco Bell's Cannon D in, in A minor? Well, I was thinking we could make it the Taco Bell Cannon. Taco Bell Cannon indeed. Oh, uh, sorry. You know, throw some extra cheese out there. Get a little chihuahua <laughs> conducting that. <laughs> that would be awesome. So uh, uh, you were saying earlier about how um, you're going to have a, a, a program where they're going to be playing some like popular music and then sucking people in and then hitting them, blindsiding them with some classical to show that how, how cool it is. Tell me more about that. We have a concert coming up in April, and we're calling it Guitar Heroes. And uh, we're playing off that last year. Uh, we had a concert called Hometown Heroes, and we were celebrating that much of the Woodland Symphony, probably 90%, are people that live in the Woodlands and the Woodlands surrounding areas. And we wanted, we wanted to celebrate the, the hometown musicians. Uh, well, we have a guitarist named John Yerby, who graduated from John Cooper School, back in the day, back in the day when Daryl Bear was the band director at John Cooper School. And um, come to find out, I handed him a record of flamenco music and he loved it. And he went from playing Stevie Ray Vaughan to playing classical guitar. He has his doctorate. He travels the world as a classical guitar soloist. He's got his doctorate in, in classical. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. That was what launched. <laughs> oh, okay. Launched classical his, guitar. It, 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 it drew his ear to classical guitar playing and he just, he gave away his blues guitar. And uh, so we're bringing John in as a, a hometown hero, guitar hero. And then um, there's also a wonderful rock guitarist that's from the Woodlands, John Carney. And uh, so we're going to bring John Carney in on the second part of the concert. And um, but that's only the beginning of it, because with Heroes, we are also throwing in Beethoven's Symphony Number no. Three, which has been called the Eroica or Heroic Symphony. So the people will hear a Heroic Symphony by Beethoven and then they'll hear the guitar music also. That is so cool. I love it. Guitar Heroes. 
I love it when they mix them together. Uh, there's a group started in the 70s called Rainbow, and they've gone through several incarnations. Richie Blackmore took over okay. for Graham Knight. Okay. And they actually had this song called Difficult to Cure, and it's Beethoven, but totally heavy metal. And it's like 15 minutes long. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful. I remember that now. Right? Yeah. It's, uh, Beethoven's Ode to Joy in a, a heavy metal setting. Yes. Cool. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you guys want to get saucy sometime, just add that to you your know, repertoire. You know, I grew up, I listened to Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, Electric Light Orchestra. Even Kansas had all the, the violin playing in it and everything. I mean, when I was growing up, that, those were the records that were on my record player, along with Chicago and the other horn bands, too. Let's stage a comeback. Let's bring all this back. Let's bring the ELOs of the world. Let's kick out the Justin Bieber's of the world and the auto-tunes, and bring in some full symphonies. Right. I'm all about that. Yes. Maybe do a Queen electric, Symphony night. Electric Symphony. Ooh, Electric Symphony. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to trademark that. That's awesome. Yes. I love that. Put LEDs on the violins. And yeah. So if, you, if you're tuning in late and wondering who the heck Skippy's talking to, he's talking to Daryl Bear. Dick and Skippy are talking to Daryl Bear. He's the artistic director for Woodland Symphony Orchestra and the Woodlands Area Youth Symphony on December 4th, he's got a really cool event coming up, a concert, Handel's Messiah. Apparently, it's not Bob Handel uh, who who did it. Uh, uh, I'm looking, I think Bill Handel, maybe. George Frederick. George, George Fred, Bill, yes. whatever. Most Bob. people just put GF. GF. GF Handel. <laughs> that's what that stood for, I wondered. But Handel, and that's the, the E and the L are reversed, uh, Messiah with the Hallelujah and other songs. This is a free concert, Skippy's favorite color, free at the First Baptist Church of the Woodlands, I believe. That is correct. Uh, December the 4th. And uh, you go to eventbrite.com or woodlandssymphony.org for your tickets. We're having all kinds of like musical discussion. And Dick has convinced Daryl to bring in his $150 triangle next time. So, oh. so Dick can say that he's actually played a symphonic instrument. I'm going to pack my trumpet and my triangle next time. Uh. What, what's left for me? I mean, if Dick's on triangle and you're on trumpet, do, do I get it? Can I con conduct? Do some, let's get some bongos for you. Get some bongos, Bass right? Players and bongos. I've actually been forced to play bongos once in my life. It was a low point. I don't like to talk about it. Hey, uh, answer me this because I have conducted in the past, and uh, I've told I've been told never, never conduct left-handed. So I've always had to, and I'm a lefty, so I always force myself to conduct right-handed. It's okay. I'm one of those guys that kind of do both hands. Can, can I conduct left-handed? You can conduct left-handed. Daryl says it's okay. Mom. It is okay. Okay. Um, I am a left-handed conductor. I can't believe you brought that subject up. And uh, when I conduct the Pops concerts, because I occasionally conduct the symphony too, um, but good thing, I am ambidextrous. So I'm doing a lot of flowing motions with both hands. And um, I have traded the stick. The baton has gone into the right hand at times, and the baton has gone into the left hand. But I'm, I'm just more expressive and comfortable. And I've asked the members of the Woodland Symphony does this really, does this really, really bother you? And they've said, no, not really. And You say, good, because I'm the director. Yeah, and now my baton is pointed at the first violins rather than at the cellos. So just... Oh, the first violinist will be very happy about that. Beware, because the stick is pointed in your direction. No, you, Skippy, you are perfectly welcome to be a left-handed conductor. Yay, thank yes. golly, I'm so happy about that. Hey, so I don't know what you're doing tonight, but you know, in Conroe... We're having the tree lighting ceremony at 6.30, and after that, it's going to be Christmas on Main Street in downtown Conroe. Free carriage rides, hay rides, caroling, um, a window decorating contest, uh, family fun. You should come back for that. I love downtown Conroe. It's just, I, I love the atmosphere as I was walking down the street to walk into the radio station. It just, it, it feels 
Americana. It, feels it is very American here. I love downtown Conroe, and you know that Conroe itself is the fastest growing city in America. Yes, it is. It is just growing leaps and bounds. I know it's just uh, yeah, but it just feels good, you know, right across from the courthouse, and <laughs> um, yeah, it just it it feels like you're. You're really in the American heartland when you're in downtown Conroe. I love it. And thank you for inviting me this morning. Really oh, my pleasure. It. Well, appreciate it, Dick. Daryl and I are both Woodlands boys. And Dick, you're just suckering us up in, into Conroe area bit by bit, man. That's what I do. Yeah, that's how you roll. <laughs> and I do it well. Um, hey, I want to tell you a little bit about the venue that we're playing at, too, because we don't want people to get confused. The last few years, we were at Lord of Life Church in the Woodlands in Panther Creek, but we've moved over to First Baptist Church. It's in Grogan's Mill. It's underneath that famous footbridge that we all pass it at, at Sawmill and Grogan's Mill. And that's uh, First Baptist Church. Uh, a few years ago, when we opened up the free performance of the Messiah, we ended up with 700 people at a 400 seat venue. So we scrambled, we got the TVs, going and the the cables and we ended up doing a live feed to the fellowship hall that worked last year we ended up we did two performances we did an early bird at four o'clock and then we did a second at seven both of those were over 700 and uh so what we've done this year is the woodlands first baptist church seats a thousand people it's a really large auditorium setting and so you can get your free tickets at eventbrite.com and i am sure we're going to have room for all starts at 7 p.m just one performance at the Woodlands First Baptist Church this year with the Woodlands Symphony. Awesome. Skippy will bring his posse. Yes, bring them all. Bring, tell all your friends. Definitely. Yeah, I'm putting out the call, people. And Come watch some free music with and get some Christmas spirit going at the same time. And if you want to help out with this Woodlands Symphony free performance, today is Giving Tuesday, and there is a donate button on the Woodlands Symphony Facebook page and also on our website, woodlandsymphony.org. You heard it from the mass maestro's mouth himself, <laughs> Daryl Bear. Hey, thanks so much for popping in, man. We Thank appreciate it. Thank you for inviting that. me. I love coming up to Conroe first thing in the morning. Awesome. Yeah, right. yep. and he's, the Conroe coffee eases the pain and of I that. the coffee, yes. Yeah, yes. there you go. Yes, definitely. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. we got to take a quick, actually not quick, we're going to do yeah. another music break, folks. We are sponsored by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. And we're, uh, you know, we're not off the air, right? I mean, come on, guys. Let's be a little bit more professional than we currently are, right? Right, right. We'll be right back. So stick around. Lose your dreams. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com 
or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Don't question why she needs to be so free. We are back. 10.40 a.m. on yeah, almost Tuesday done. morning. Almost I'm, done. Well, we just had so much fun with Daryl Derrer, the artistic yeah. director for Woodland Symphony Orchestra, getting all kinds of music type stuff in there. And, uh, Dick, I'm just so happy that you'll be playing the triangle in uh, the upcoming days. You know, I was inspired. You're going to wail on that triangle, man. Inspired. And this triangle is not a cheap triangle, man. This is a full symphonic $150 triangle. I mean, do they make it out of, like, adamantium? Like what they made Wolverine's claws out of? What what makes a triangle so expensive? It's a triangle. It's a thick paperclip bent. We should have asked Daryl that when he was here. But moving on from that. Hey, uh, so if you want to be on the lookout, apparently this uh, prisoner has escaped from a work crew. And uh, he's going to be very difficult to find. He's got a skull face tattoo, like all over his head. He's got the tattoos. So, yeah, if you spot this guy, take a chance that it's him and call the cops. <laughs> just, that was funny. He's escaping, knowing that he's, you know, there's nowhere literally he can hide because he got this, the skull on his face. But, um, hey, uh, did you hear, Dick? Uh, you know, we were talking about what's going to be the tipping point of all these allegations of, of stuff. And yeah. it's going to take one idiot to just do something really stupid. That moment has happened. Oh, who, who, who? Okay, so there's this... A conservative uh, 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 group called Project Veritas. And these are the guys that would, like, take hidden cameras into Planned Parenthood. Yeah, they're the ones that get sued all the time. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Well, they went to the Washington Post with a fake thing about fake allegations against uh, Roy Moore, you know, saying this woman, oh, he impregnated me, raped me, impregnated me when I was 14 and this and that. And they actually sniffed it out that it was not true. So they actually did their job and exposed it that this is a fake Thing that, that this conservative group is trying to push. So it also backfired on the group, this conservative group. And now it's like, okay, so you guys, you conservatives are willing to fake allege to a news source rape and assault. And that was just stupid, stupid, stupid in Skippy's humble opinion, which may or may not reflect the opinions of Lone Star Community Radio. But I wonder if that's going to be the beginning of the end, the turning turning point. Because now it gives the, when I say the other side, I mean one side or the other, someone does something stupid like that, the other side can immediately turn it to their full advantage. And this was a dumb move by uh, someone that didn't need to happen. There were enough real allegations going on that we don't need to introduce any fake ones. Any any thoughts on that? Was this a tipping well, point? I feel like the the constant motion of the discussion is gonna it, it can't properly produce something that is co uh, coherent to us mm -hmm. because no one knows when this started happening and especially with all the allegations being still thrown around and there's no proof there's no due diligence in the process of bringing somebody to justice if it's needed mm -hmm. it's it's really hurting the media because. It's like they're the folks that you, it's like that guy you know or girl you know who just likes to talk for the sake of talking, and real they're they're not real careful with the words they use, and especially where the end point of the conversation goes because it's just they're not really bringing anything to the table long term, and I mean it's just uh, exactly what I'm doing right now, <laughs> uh, but I yeah I, I think it's real it's real crazy to me that the 
this whole thing hinges like the the more thing with Alabama hinges on the uh, election. So like the way I, I like to think about it is if he wasn't going for re-election or election or whatever, do you think this stuff would have come out? I do not think it would have. No. And so that, and that kind of bothers me with, so, I mean, I bet a bunch of people would have been like, yeah, I think it might've been part of the group of people being alleged. It might've been, uh, but it's too convenient to come out, especially with the representation of that lawyer lady. Who's like notorious for doing these hit mm -hmm. things. And if you, if you don't call it a hit piece, then I don't know what to call it because it's too convenient to where the time period is, especially with how long ago these allegations are. And both parties, Republicans and Democrats, have used this tact. And uh, it's just kind of – it's one of those things that – is it going to affect? Is it? Can you blame it on it? I mean Hillary has been blaming it on other things. You know, If Donald Trump lost, I imagine he would kind of blame it on something and then move on. He, or, yeah, he would have gone away by now. It's – in my opinion, someone really needs to tell Hillary, seriously, there is no other presidential loser, you know, contender who lost the presidential election, who has held on this long to, to, to the news cycles. You know, Bob Dole, Walter Mondale, uh, 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 John McCain, I mean, all of them, Al Gore even, took it to the Supreme Court and then went away after that. Now he tried to get into the whole uh, climate change thing and rebrand himself, but then he kind of looked kind of foolish taking a big jumbo jet to promote a zero carbon footprint. But yeah, I, I've, I'm really disappointed with this group, Project Veritas. Uh, any good thing they may have done is, is, is well, I, from by the wayside. It's kind of that group. I do know a little history of it. They have questionable journalistic, journalist, journalism tactics. Mm -hmm. they, they are the ones that try to sabotage or try to yeah, uh, entrap people mm -hmm. they will go underground they'll be part of the movement they'll film the whole thing and then they'll shape it into the way they want to shape it mm -hmm. uh i think long term they're not very good i don't think it's it's there he hasn't built a credible respect in delivering a product like you know all the new york times all those folks have a long standing of being a good publisher of about you know just mm -hmm. the, the pentagon papers the uh, deep throat stuff mm -hmm. and then you know to, he keeps adding on adding on and that's unfortunate today is the fake news thing like that's just burning down the bigger guys because no one really knows especially with everyone kind of knows everyone's bias this in a was sense. So exactly this was so unnecessary it, it didn't have to happen the, and well it's also you put the people who are in charge of people like you put the head on the mantle for example people say the Washington Post is owned by a billionaire the like Amazon guy well, it's all about what he says, right? He's the one guy who dictates the the whole momentum of the paper. Mm -hmm. And then you have Jeff Zucker of CNN. He dictates the whole movement of the of the station. And it's really it kind of stinks that people now are putting the heads on the mantle. Like this is what this is who's in charge over here. Like I don't know who's in charge of Fox right now because they fired the guy yeah, who was in charge because he got you know <laughs> he, got, he got caught with his pants down. Yeah, so. I mean, it's one of those things that, unfortunately, that news, the news travels so fast, it connects so many people. People are going to be either choosing sides and they're just going to believe mm -hmm. what they want to believe or they're going to do their due diligence and researching their stuff. Right. And the Washington Post, now they have a reason to, to basically crow to the world, hey, look, we did our job. And I guess that's a good thing. I mean, I can't bemoan the fact that the Washington Post didn't fall for it. I am happy that they actually did their job for once and did their due diligence and said, hey, this is fake. You guys are bringing us bad information. 
and they called it out. So this is going to change the narrative on some uh, level. Wasn't needed. The All the allegations on Moore were, you know, from last century, 40 years old. There's nothing new. On the other side, as it were, there are photographic evidence and actual admissions of guilt from much more recent. It was just unnecessary. And what it did is it's going to change the narrative. And as you said earlier, it's going to burn the people who really have a legitimate beef, gripe, uh, story. And what's going to be the story now is that Project Veritas dropped the ball. Uh, that's, well, they that's also, the way to put it. what I'm reading now, they also released an investigation into the post on the other side. Did you see that? No. The Veritas? Project yeah, they, they released a piece about uh, they went undercover and did. It's, what it's saying is they talked to two people who work at the post and they talk about how they're slanted against Donald Trump and everything has to say something about Donald Trump. And it's like basically the the the, the think tank, what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting, but the Washington Post come back can come back with, yeah, well, we were good enough to catch your guys. So, you know, again, it, it, I'd rather that does not have happened. But a in brighter news, our favorite whack job, Kim Jong-un, is uh, threatening to uh, speed up the North Korean nuclear weapons program so he can take care of America. Well, I mean, I think we should just send those. Remember those drones we were talking about a few days ago that are got that artificial intelligence that can wipe out half a city in a matter of minutes and with, with no nuclear fallout. They just you know, have these little drills that just bore into people's skulls. I think we should just start investing in those now. I think we should uh, do a run on Best Buy, get all those little drones you can get. And, uh, you know, let's just, let's just bring it to Korea. What do you think? I mean, we can just try whatever we want to try, right? <laughs> and it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. So, But, yeah, today's been a good day, folks. Don't forget... You are listening to Mornings of Love and Star, your morning radio show here on Condors FM 104.5 106.1. Just to remind folks, today is the Christmas lighting in downtown Conroe, Texas, and also the Christmas celebration in downtown Conroe. Starting at 630, we're going to be lighting up a tree over there. I believe it's on Fraser and 105, the corner right there across from Sonic. And then uh, we're going to have all these cool events afterwards in downtown Conroe, like caroling, and carriage rides, and uh, you can vote on your favorite shop front because people are supposed to, uh, the shop owners are supposed to be putting up little things that you can, you know, celebrate Christmas with, I guess. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Just, we put up some posters. We got some posters. Oh, there we go. Uh, this is, I said we should just grab some of that white spray paint and, and spray the corners of the windows with fake snow, and that should win us this thing. Yeah, actually, no. But yeah, that's what's happening today. I want to remind folks uh, today's sponsors are, of course, Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Special thanks to those guys. Uh, if you are, if you did miss today's show, especially our interview with Daryl from the Woodland Symphony, you can catch our podcast on Google Play, iTunes, and also with the YouTube version or the video version uh, on Our City TV Channel 12 on Suddenlink, soon to be Channel 21 KVQT. And then uh, you also have, of course, YouTube with Mornings of the Lone Star. We are everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. 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 We'll be back tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Here. I will be on time. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Just kidding. But we'll be back tomorrow morning, Wednesday. Hope you guys have a good rest of the day. Full lineup on today's show, IRLoneStar.com slash show calendar. Don't forget, we are Montgomery County's community radio station with talk and music. All day, every day, 24-7. And we're moving into December, so that means Christmas music is going to be coming. We'll see you guys later.
Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respected video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.